This is one of the very first hymns that we are taught as children. It goes, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Have you ever seen the Tim Hawkins, he's a comedian, and he did a sketch on atheist summer camps, where he talks about like trying to sing atheist songs, and he's like, oh, no one loves me, this I know, because Charles Darwin told me so. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hymn Partial, the podcast where we talk all things church music. I'm Monet Funka. And I'm Cara Peregrino. And today we're rolling with it and doing something a little different. We're going to quiz our hymn knowledge against the best the internet can offer. That's right. But if you want to stay in the loop with all things Hymn Partial, especially as we approach the long summer break, you must be signed up to our email newsletter. To do that, go to hymnpartial.com and sign up for our free weekly newsletter. We also have some exciting announcements about the summer, which uh, our newsletter subscribers will be the first to hear about. So if you want to know what's going on, Sign up for the newsletter. You could do that at himpartial.com. Uh, you could also, while you're there, buy us an ice cream on ko-fi.com slash impartial if you so desire. It is summer after all, and we definitely appreciate it. Yep, and 99 flakes don't cost 99 pence anymore, that's which true. is a reference for our British listeners. For our American listeners, that's soft serve with a flake in it. That's true. And, and it and used a- to cost our equivalent of 99 cents, and now it costs more like 3 or $4. It really does. It's, and it's not, even, it's not even that good. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's not. No, it's, it's not, not my favorite ice cream. Um, no. But in seriousness, we, we won't actually use it for ice cream. We have a lot of things that we really want to do in season four. A lot of really exciting things um, that we wanted to do for a while, to be fair. But the problem is that, um, yeah, we, we do this out of the goodness of our own hearts. <laughs> And uh, it's not free to write, produce, and publish a podcast every week. It does actually, if nothing else, take up a huge amount of our time, yeah. which means we can't be doing other things with that time. Yeah. And we don't mind, but also help a it's player hard work. Out. Help us yeah, out. Yeah, help us. Go help to us. If you love us, show us. <laughs> yes, show us, show us. It could be a one-time or it could be a subscription in that you have no idea. I mean, like it helps so, so much. We do have some Kofi members out there that have been very, very generous to us since we started the campaign. So you know who you yeah. are. Um, we definitely are thankful for that. Uh, but we know how many of you are out we... there listening and maybe you should love us and give us a cup of coffee or an ice cream or a, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Sandwich. I try and come up with creative <laughs> ones every, every week. I try and come up with creative yeah pitches that are related to the episode yeah but um i'm tired so (laughs) please help (laughs) we were also just talking about some great benefits that we could offer kofi members but i think we will probably end up just talking about those in our impartial newsletter so if you want to know what's going on and all the cool things that you would get if you were a kofi member then sign up for our newsletter you also just get free cool stuff with our newsletter too impartial.com Himpartial.com. Okay. As you can hear, we're a bit rambly today. The reason for that is that we had to kind of change gears. Um, we had something arranged, but um, it's been a chaotic yeah. year, actually, for both of us. There's been a lot going on, good and bad. I lost my cat, guys, yeah. but um, that's not that big a deal, but it is it's sad, been though. it's been chaotic it's just one in a long line of things yeah we did and have a that's guest that's not 
Yeah, we I was going to say that's not why yeah. we're changing no. this week's no. episode. <laughs> we had a guest lined up for today and our schedules got all combobulated. So uh, we had to just use the time to do another episode instead. And we do hope to have that guest on. Um, probably not this season, but next season, because everything yep. is all lined up. We just have to line our schedules up again. But it, yeah, it was going to be a really good episode as well. Yes. Um, all I'm going to say was it was going to be about communion hymns. Ooh. And um, yeah, I was really looking forward to it. But like Monet said, we just had some scheduling issues and um, we're winging it today. But we are going to see what the internet has to offer and whether having done him partial for three years, because it's our third just after our third birthday. Um, let's see if the internet still knows more than we do about hymns. Uh, yeah, probably. It does, yeah. It, it does. But yeah, Cara, you, you came up with this idea, which is really cool, because I was like, oh, is there even going to be hymn quizzes that are, like, good? And, I mean, the jury's still out, but we are... <laughs> We are going to do them and we'll have links to them in the description so you could do them too. Uh, We'd but we'll, love to know how you do with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we'll do is we'll go back and forth and I'll quiz Kara and she'll quiz me. I mean, I guess we might be able to do it together. To be fair, I haven't seen these. For those of you who are listening, we will do our best to describe everything that we're seeing. But for our viewers on YouTube, they'll actually be able to see it, I think. I think they should be able to. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just um, pull up the quiz while Kara talks to you more. (laughs) Yes, I'm quite excited because sometimes you um, you go on these internet quizzes and you're like, ha ha, and then they have it wrong, and you're kind of like, I got more points than you said I did. (laughs) I didn't even think of that, but yeah, there is that that Mm. uh, reality as well. Okay, let me see if you can see this. This is like, <laughs> this is like everyone who has an office job and who has Zoom meetings. They're like, "Can you see my screen?" <laughs> That's what I'm gonna can ask. Can you hear into. me? Can you hear me? Can you yeah. hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's see if that works. I can <laughs> see that. You are obsessed with finding answers. No. Okay, so there's a ton of adverts in here. You just have to apologize. They want me to have. Um, Toilet paper and rent a car from Sixth. <laughs> it's better than some of the ads I've been getting recently. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is the ultimate hymn quiz by Kenita Leon. Kenita, if you're out there, we're taking Listen your to our podcast if you don't. We're taking Which, your if you don't, you're not hearing this anyway. Never mind. Yeah. So this is described. Do you want to read this, Kara? Oh, this is really long. So it just says about this quiz and it says, depending on the way you grew up or the way you live your life right now, you'd have come to know some hymns, those religious songs or poems. Good girl. Hey. That links into our Leland Riken episode, which you right. can listen to. I'll put it in the cards. Yeah. Anyway, these religious songs or poems that are constantly sung in church at funerals and even weddings, they're meant to address deities. Mm, minus points mm. for that. To praise them and ask good favor and fortune. Girl, oh, I'm already so starting well. to itch. I'm starting to itch. <laughs> Many religions around the world have their own hymns, but the most well-known are of the Christian religion, and that's what we're going to focus on today. We're going to test your knowledge of some of the most popular hymns to see how well you've been paying attention in church. Oof. We're either going to ask you which lyric goes with which song, how the hymns begin or end, or what kind of occasion the hymn is most used. It'll be your job to give us correct answers to each of our, our. questions. There's a typo. It says out. 
<laughs> to prove just how well you know your hymn. So if you're yeah. ready to show us that you know your stuff, that you learned something during all those Saturdays or Sundays in church, then let's get started on this hymn. Let's quiz. go. So you already kind of know this might be a little bit, this might be a little bit, I don't know. So we will see. Okay. Start quiz. Okay. Which hymn contains the lyrics, melt the clouds of sin and sadness, drive the dark of doubt away, giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day? Do you know this one, Cara? I'm process of elimination. I think it's joyful, joyful, because that's the tune it fits. Yeah, it's joyful, joyful, I'm pretty sure. But let's make sure, let's see if I'm right. Correct. (laughs) There's a lot of weird typos on this. I'm just going to tell, for those of you guys just listening, there's like some weird like character mistakes in here, but we're just going to go with it. Okay. Which hymn ends with the following line? Suffer to redeem our loss. Alleluia. That's Jesus Christ is risen today because... Every line ends with alleluia. <laughs> see, I, do, I don't think I knew that. Let's see. Let's see. Drum roll. Hey. Correct. Oh, two for two. It was, I was kind of like, it's not the other three either. <laughs> Sometimes you, you get the right answer by process of elimination. Yeah, that's, I don't actually know anything. I know what I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is a hard one. Which of these hymns begins with the line, breathe on me, breath of God? I'm going to read out the the options for the answers are, make me a channel of your peace, dear Lord and Father of mankind. I vow to thee my country and breathe on me, breath of God. (laughs) Do you think that could be like a red herring though? Is there really a song that's called that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's vow to thee, my country. (laughs) All right, let's check. Breathe on me, breath of God. Uh, Correct. I have never in my life sang this song. Have you sang it? Yes. Okay. We used to sing it occasionally um, in my old church. My old, old, old church. Three churches, a few churches, when I was growing up. Wow. Okay, interesting. Um, I feel like there was probably a way we could have done this to like zoom out of the ads but i'm just gonna try to like not be you never know what you're gonna get with ads nowadays okay for which of these occasions is blessed be the tie that binds usually sung weddings funerals requiem or offering i'm just looking up what requiem means because (laughs) i know it from the song from dear evan hansen which I haven't seen. I just know the song randomly. Um, also, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Oh, it's for like a dead person. Huh. Must be the title. Musical part. composition for a dead person. So maybe okay. weddings? Because funeral and requiem seemed like the same thing. I've never heard it sung at a wedding. Have you heard it? Have you heard it sung? In at an occasion. That is a moot point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> usually it's when people are going somewhere, hmm. like they're leaving for some reason to go far away, or you're not sure if you're going to see them much again, and you're kind of like, let's sing "Blessed Be the Tie That Binds." What's your best guess? I want to say requiem because it's the fanciest word, but could be <laughs> funeral, could be wedding, could be offering. I don't actually know the answer to this one. Final answer. 
Requiem. It's a nice word. Mm. Oh. Weddings. See, I was totally right about that because, well, according to this lady, blessed be the tie that binds sounds like a, and now you're bound together. Especially because, you know, people tie the knot. Well, I was thinking of the story behind it. He wrote it. This was the guy that wrote this hymn because he was leaving his congregation and they were hmm. so upset that at the last minute they were like, no, we're staying here for life. Oh, that's right. We were talking about this with, with Riken, right? Dr. Riken. Yes, yeah. I think so. I'm just thinking, yeah, I think I that's think right. Was. Yeah. And so I thought leave, leaving things. My memory is so terrible, guys. We literally just talked about this hymn and I was like, what? <laughs> so the answer says this song was written in the 1700s by a man named John Fawcett. He wrote this song in England in 1782 where he lived with his family and made a mere 25 pounds per year. That might have been Which was more been in the 1700s. I was yeah. going to say you might have been minted then. <laughs> okay, next question. Which hymn contains the lyrics, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrow like sea billows rolls, whatever my lot thou hast taught me to say. It is well, it is well with my soul. I know. I was like, is this supposed to be difficult? And It might be if you're kind of like grown up around church, but not yeah, really. Not really in yeah. it. Well, we got the correct answer. No surprise. King of Kings, Majesty was the the song I requested at my baptism. You know, I've been doing a terrible job of reading out the other options because the options have been so obvious. That's totally me. The other options for that one was How Deep the Father's Love for Us, O Love That Will Not Let Me Go, and King of Kings, Majesty. And we have episodes on two or three of those. Two, three, three out of the four. That's what I'm saying. Mm um did we do a love that will not let me go i think we did yes we definitely did yeah it's so we've got three out of four how of deep the father's love for us might be not directly we might have indirectly talked about that on one of our episodes because that's uh Townen, who we've been begging and begging oh to get on i always show. get that mixed up with before the throne of god above uh um okay so next one for which of these occasions is going home usually sung a wedding an offering a funeral, the Eucharist. The Eucharist is communion um, yes. for those who Are like the two dollar words. <laughs> Actually, it's um, it's Greek, so it's not strictly Catholic. It's just more academic. No, but it's kind of used days. like in a common setting in, yeah. in those church. Yeah, you would hear yeah. it more often in a Catholic setting than a Protestant. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say funeral again. Okay, I think so. Going home sounds right. Yep. Okay. The name of the song really says it all, and so do its lyrics. Fear and grief no more. Friends are there waiting now. He is waiting too. See his smile. See his hand. He will lead me through. Do not know that hymn. Me neither. But it sounds like going home, like, you know, I'm ready to go home. Okay, Mm. next one. Which of these hymns was inspired by Psalm 5? The options are abide with me, how great thou art, give ear unto my words, O Lord, in Christ alone. Is it cheating if I look up Psalm 5? I don't know. I feel like it might be. But look up. (laughs) If it's a short hymn or short psalm, then you should read it and then we'll guess together. It is not a short psalm. Oh, whoops. 
I want to say, give ear unto my words, O Lord, because that sounds like a line from the first line of Psalm 1 is, listen to my words, Lord, consider my lament. So I think, yeah, let's go with that one because I'm not sure. Okay. Let's let's guess together. We kind of cheated, though, because we looked it up. <laughs> we won. The answer says, most psalms that inspire hymns are sung in the same words that the psalm is written in. Sometimes the words may differ, but not to the point where the psalm becomes unrecognizable. <laughs> that's... I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, a point of... <laughs> Yeah, we Question. have to fight on that one. Yeah, we do have episodes on some psalmody. Yeah. Mm. Okay, which hymns contain the lyrics for the Bible tells me so? Little ones to Him belong. I know this because my mom used to sing this to me when I was little. Jesus okay, wait. loves me. Uh, we have to give the uh, uh, we have to give sorry. the options. We have to give the options in case you're in case you're confused. Great is Thy faithfulness. Make me a channel of your peace. There is a redeemer. Jesus loves me this I know. It's Jesus loves me this I know. Of course it is. Of course Sorry, it is. Sorry, guys. No, this is totally fine. Um, the, the correct answer says, this is one of the very first hymns that we are taught as children. It goes, Jesus loves me this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Have you ever it's- seen the Tim Hawkins... He's a comedian and he did a sketch on atheist summer camps where he talks about like trying to sing atheist songs. And he's like, oh, no one loves me. This I know because Charles Darwin told me so. (laughs) It's really sad. (laughs) It's so sad, but it's hilarious. It's sad. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Um, You know what, guys? I have no idea how long this quiz is. We're just going to keep scrolling. This might be the only quiz we do. (laughs) Okay, Uh, next one. Which of these hymns begins with the line, lift high the cross, the love of Christ proclaim? The options are, I vow to thee, my country, to God be the glory, what a friend we have in Jesus, or lift high the cross. (laughs) I think we should maybe try another quiz. This one's just, yeah. I can't imagine what the answer is. Let is. me see. Oh, it's Lift High the Cross. It's Lift High the Cross. Okay, let me see how many questions there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, there's 10, too many. 11, 12, 13, 14, Yeah, I think we're going to just go ahead and abandon this like good people. There are so many. There's like 20 more questions. Okay, so let's see if there's another one that has a little bit better of a of uh, options here. So let's see. Mm-hmm. I thought this one was going to start out so well. And then it's just like, this is okay. getting sillier and sillier. Let's see if this one's better. Can you guess these hymns from a lyric? That might be a little bit harder. It says four minutes at the top. So let's see if it actually is. <laughs> so because we read the other one, I feel like we have to read this one. <laughs> So, so long. Cara, you read the about this quiz. Oh, guys, when you write a quiz, you don't need to write an entire essay. So this says, hymns, they can be beautiful, inspirational, rousing, or somber. A few are famous, known even to non-Christians. Amazing Grace is probably the best example. This mm. is true. Many others are obscure, written in the 19th century, 
by ardent believers and added to the hymnals of a certain denomination after which they gradually fell out of favour with church music directors. True. It seems a little bit like targeted. <laughs> a yeah, certain someone's denomination. Got a, <laughs> someone's got a, a bone to pick with someone. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's like more than just a 19th century. It's yeah, right come on, come on. You might have noticed if you read the notes at the bottom of the page, I'm guessing in your hymnal, that often the lyrics will be written by a particular person, but the music is just attributed as traditional or folk tune. It's fairly common in the 18th and 19th centuries for him to be religious poetry, which was later set to melodies that a congregation would know. Occasionally a hymn will be set to one tune in Europe, while North Americans or Australians sing it to entirely another. Then there's Joyful, Joyful We Adore Thee, which is set to Beethoven's Ode to Joy, part of his Ninth Symphony. This might be the most auspicious choice for music that we can think of. Why? I don't know. <laughs> If you love, maybe because we've both got joy in the title. Mm. Uh, if you love church music, we've created a quiz for you. Some are classic and traditional hymns like Amazing Grace. A few land in the African-American tradition of spirituals. Ooh. And you might consider a few as Sunday school songs. So keep an open mind as you take this tour of beloved Christian hymns. This sounds more promising. Okay, let's try it. Okay, we're going to start the quiz. Kara, you read these because I've been yapping. Okay, this one is a um, a line from... A song I once was lost but now I'm found and the options are Amazing Grace Holy 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 or Shall We Gather at the River Amazing Grace <laughs> I was going to say if you get this wrong I will be finding a new co-host <laughs> <laughs> Amazing Grace let's see are we right hey. we are best known hymn in the English language even its origin story in which slave trader John Newton called out to God during a storm at sea sort of apocryphal and found faith thereafter is fairly well known well sort of yeah not really listen to our episode and we'll give you the yeah, facts listen to our episode it's a good episode it's the first ever episode okay next line then sings my soul my savior god to thee and the options are bringing in the sheaves i love to tell the story or how great thou art how great thou art nice correct Nice. Oh, here you go. He's got a little note on it that says, if you've ever read the notes in a hymnal and seen the words traditional melody to explain the origin of the music as opposed to the lyrics, this is one such song. The lyrics were written to go with a traditional Swedish song, then Stuart Hine translated it into English and added two extra verses. We have an entire episode on that. It is episode. such a moving story. It is. It is. And the lyrics move quite a bit. <laughs> okay. Next line, sing choirs of angels, sing in exultation. Uh, is it from In the Garden, I Love to Tell the Story, or O Come All Ye Faithful? Oh, come all ye faithful. I love when they get to this line. I'm like, sing choirs of angels. <laughs> yep, it's true. It's a Christmas hymn. Some hymnals also print its Latin lyrics with the title Adeste Fidelis. We've also talked about that. Yeah, we got we got episodes on all these. We've been doing this for three years, guys. Can you believe it? Three seasons coming to an end. I, okay. I think this is going to be a process of elimination. One, yeah. the lyric is that flows by the throne of God, and the options are in the garden. Shall we gather by the river? And oh, happy day. I'm wondering if this is a red herring. Because I don't know this. That flows by the throne of God. 
In the garden sounds right, but I don't know those. But there's a river one. I know. Which which do you think? Final answer. Shall we gather by the river or in the garden? I want to say shall we gather by the river, but I'm a little bit scared that they're trying to... They're trying to trick us? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with shall we gather by the river and we will see. <gasps> and Correct. the answer is we are too cynical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was got, it was written in 1864. It refers to Revelation 22:2, which describes a clear crystal river flowing through heaven. You're ace in this. Well, you helped. <laughs> okay. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Battle hymn of the Republic. I love to tell the story. Or were you there? Battle him the Republic. Is that it? Yeah. I don't particularly like that song. <laughs> Let's see. But I also used to know it to a silly song, like the tune to a silly song. So it's hard mm. for me to take it seriously. That's probably it. Uh, yeah, so that that is the correct answer. For some reason, for some reason, Americans tend to see the Confederacy as more romantic and interesting than the Union. Okay, we're getting political, but the Union had the far cooler anthem in the Battle Hymn of the Republic, one of the most stirring martial, uh, martial, martial, martial hymns ever composed. It was like the Eye of the Tiger of the 19th century, <laughs> which I don't like either. So maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's it. Okay, next. The lyric is, while the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even. That's how I like my pizzas. <laughs> is that from Good King Wenceslas, Come On Get Happy, or Go Down Moses? Uh, Come On Get Happy, that's not a hymn. Isn't that like a Beatles song or something? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, well, let me, gonna... let me look it up while you decide what the answer is. <laughs> because I have Come no idea what a wince class, wince, sizzless, wince-less is. I'm just going to guess that's what it is. <laughs> Do you want to look up Come On, Get Happy first? I'm just I... looking up Come On, Get Happy. Apparently, it's the theme song to a thing called The Partridge Family. Oh, that's what it is. Maybe that's why I'm associating it with like Beatles era music. Judy Garland. Yeah, I can't see any hymns that are related to that. So I'm going to go Good King Winsless. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Christmas hymn set to yeah. a Finnish tune. It is, but it's also not really much of a hymn. Hmm. It's kind of like... It's about a king who sees a poor guy and then goes out and gives him firewood and some meat. I heard a really good sketch on John Finnemore's souvenir program, which I love, where he does this thing where he, he plays King Wenceslas and the, and, the, and the peasant and he's like, I brought you firewood. And he's like, I live in a forest. What would I need firewood for? <laughs> and then he's like, I brought you meat. And he's like, you brought me meat. It's the day after Christmas. Do you know what we do on Christmas? We kill the pig. We spent the whole year not eating. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So silly. It's like, this is the one time a year we don't need meat. Anyway. That's really funny. Um, okay. This said four minutes, but to be fair, we ramble on and on and on. So let's just see how many we got left here. Oh my gosh. We could do a couple more. We'll do a few more. Yeah. We'll we'll leave these links for you guys and see how great you do. Um, but let's just say if we did this whole thing, we would be here until tomorrow. So the next one is That Jesus Christ is born. (laughs) Is that from Go Tail on the Mountain, the old rugged cross, or sweet hour of prayer? Go tell it on the mountain. Yeah. Okay. This is an African-American spiritual and also a Christmas song, though you'll rarely hear it on the overhead at the shopping mall. Mahalia Jackson and Bobby Mm. Darren have both recorded it. I don't know who Bobby Darren is, but I like Mahalia Jackson. Mahalia. We talk about her in our Gospel Love It or Leave It episode. These are just plugs. episodes, clearly. We just plug in our episodes. (laughs) Yeah, if you guys are looking for stuff to listen to over the summer. Yes, you have plenty. Okay. Um, the next one, the lyric is waiting for the harvest and the time of reaping. So is that bringing in the sheaves, just a closer walk with thee, or when I survey the wondrous cross? Well, it's definitely not when I survey the wondrous cross. Just a closer walk with thee, I don't think so either. So I'm going to say bringing in the sheaves. This makes most sense. Yeah. Oh, it refers to... Sorry. Go ahead. As you can say, it refers to Psalm 126.6, which says, Those who go out weeping, bearing the seeds for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. I I have on Spotify a really good version of Psalm 126. I can't Um, remember who it's by. Sorry, guys. (laughs) We won't link it because we'll have too many links. Okay, next one. Oh, you're totally going to get this one. Joyful all ye nations rise. Is it? Join the triumph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it Hark the Herald Angels Sing? Is it Good King Wink- Winkless? I can't say this person's name. Just, just judge me in the comments. I don't care. Were you there? So what's the answer? I was not there. And neither was King Wenceless. <laughs> it's Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. And it's by our good, it's by our boy, Charles Wesley, one of the founding figures of Methodism. Talking of, we should try a couple of questions from the Wesley or Wesley quiz. Cool. So Wesley or Wesley. Wrote, edited, or abridged at least 400 publications. Oh, that was Wesley. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know which one. (laughs) I'm going to say John. I feel okay. like wasn't Charles more prolific than that? He wrote his own stuff. John translated a lot actually because he did a bunch of Paul Gerhardt songs. Yeah, I think, but I'm saying I think Charles Wesley wrote more. Well, I guess they said okay. at least 400 publications. I'm going with John. I'm going with you because I don't know. Okay. Hey, it was hey. John. Oh, no, it's there. You skipped. Uh, oh, here we Oh, sorry. Ah, oh no! There we go. Question two: He and his wife had eight children, of which three survived infancy. Hmm. They were both siblings in huge families with bad statistics like that. 
well, obviously they were brothers, they were in the same family, duh. But I'm yeah. not sure about their kids. I don't know. I'm just going to guess Charles. Yeah, John said a shot. Let's guess Charles. It was hey. Charles. Okay, who wrote over 6,500 hymns, including Christ the Lord is Risen Today and Hark the Herald? Charles. Charles, my boy. Oh, who was a practicing vegetarian? Ew. Who? <laughs> I don't know. I don't mean ill. <laughs> Sometimes things just... Sp- I can't imagine someone being a vegetarian back then. Well, Augustus Top Lady was really into animal rights. Like, so... I'm going to say John. Because his theology was worse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they, it they, was John. <laughs> well, they had a whole thing. He looks about, skinnier in the yeah, paintings. There's like it. portraits of them and he looks skinnier in the paintings. That's so a good, he needs a steak. Um, he had no children, but helped raise four stepchildren. Well, then Would it must that be, be John? John. Yeah, because yeah, Charles. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Okay. Spent less than a year in the colony of Georgia before returning to England. I, I think they'd both one, been we? there. Do you want to say Charles again? Yes. It was Charles. Nice. <laughs> oh, this is a long question. He wrote this. In the evening, I went very unwillingly to a society in Aldersgate Street where one was reading Luther's preface to the Epistle to the Romans. About a quarter before nine, while he was describing the change which God works in the heart through faith in Christ... I felt my heart strangely warmed. I felt I did trust in Christ alone for salvation and an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sins, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. Having done the Charles Wesley episode, I think it might be Charles. I was going to say, which one of them was preaching for a long time before they were saved? Both of them. Uh, (laughs) Ah. They got saved within like a month of each other, I think. Okay. Then we're going to say Charles. It was John, sorry. Our first one wrong. Okay, let's do one more. And then you guys should definitely do this quiz because this seems like the most fun quiz. This one's hard. I'm learning stuff. I didn't know John Wesley was vegetarian. Who married Sarah Gwynne, the daughter of a wealthy Welshman in 1749? Ooh, now one of them had stepchildren, but one of them had actual children, so it could be either. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) they both had wives. (laughs) I know, but you know, when you think, oh, he didn't raise his own children, and mm, and mm, but he did mm. get married because he had stepkids. Oh, oh no, I clicked on it. Sorry, accident. It, it was, was John. John Wesley. It was John. Well, this was a really fun quiz. I think if you guys had any fun with us, which we obviously had way too much fun, you should definitely do these quizzes. Maybe we'll reprise it for another episode next season, just because we looks like we barely scratched the surface, and we could probably do a whole episode on a really good hymn quiz. So. If you have any good ones out there, then you should definitely you know what we share. Should do? Hmm. We should write our own hymn quiz and put it up for our Kofi Patreon. <gasps> Ooh, let and us if know. you get if you get like over a certain score, you get some cool prize. Oh yeah. Maybe some merch. Ooh. Ooh. Um I like that. I like that. So that was really fun. I think that's a good idea. Obviously it's not what we had planned for today, but we roll with it and we just, you know. We try to get content out for you guys because we love you guys. I know we go, oh, please support us on a Kofi. But we also just really want you to support us on Kofi so that we can keep bringing you 
the sauce because it's fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I-, I learned a lot from these quizzes. Some of them I learned nothing from, but <laughs> except I- not to have faith in humanity. <laughs> yeah. I know there's some questionable quizzes out there, but uh, we really do appreciate um, you guys listening, and we pray that. We will. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to come back for one more episode for the season's over mm-hmm. next week. We had a replay last week. We'll have a new episode for you next week. It'll be our last episode for the season, and we'll be giving you some information about what's going on in the summer. Cause there's a lot going on. There's a lot, and we yeah, are not I'm going also, away. I'm also really excited for next week's episode because I think it's like it's interesting, but I think it will also be helpful for some of you, especially going into the summer. So. Yes. It is summer themed. So, mm-hmm. yes, um, until next time, go to Ambarja.com, sign up for our free weekly newsletter, give us some of that Kofi dollar dollar bills, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. Bye. Bye. Bye.